what's going on? Thank you for tuning us once again to the Blue Line Boxing Podcast. It's your yep. host, Eli. My, I'm here with my co-host, Frank. How's everybody doing? Another beautiful day. Another <laughs> beautiful day to record this podcast. That's right, man. Hey, I want to appreciate all the support we've been getting on Instagram. All the DMs we've been getting, you know, having discussions with people. I want to give a shout out to Jeter Promotions, who's uh, based out of the East Coast. He used to be a professional fighter. Nice. And now he's been perform- um, promoting local fighters from out there in the East Coast. So we'll give a shout out to Jeter Promotions for uh, the support. Yeah, yeah. Shout out. So I want we want to jump on this right away. Uh, the Haney versus the Jojo Dia fight that just happened last night, you know. Man, break it down to me. What do you think about that fight, Frank? Uh, Devin Haney versus Jojo Diaz, man. It was uh, uh, just going to go out there and say, man, it was not a, in my opinion, not a, just a straightforward fight, you know, just uh, two guys who played it safe. Uh, I felt Devin Haney, you know, did get the win. He deserved the win, but uh, uh, it was nothing. Uh, I'm not saying his performance wasn't special, but it wasn't a special fight. It was kind of just a boring fight, in my opinion. But this was this is the stuff that we predicted. I mean, yeah. um, we know that um, we predicted it was going to go to 12 rounds. We predicted it was going to be a majority decision, David Haney, and it's because we we've been following Jojo Diaz for a minute now. He's a yeah. local boy here from Monte, like I said, not too far away from where I live, and uh, Jojo Diaz is a very reserved fi- a fighter. Yeah. He doesn't throw a lot of punches. He's got good defense, but he can be boring sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It was just uh, he was playing it too safe. He was trying to uh, pick his shots way too much. Uh, I feel like he relied too much on that left hand that landed a couple times. Um, One thing I did notice is that uh, he stunned Haney a couple times um, with that left. Uh, so it made me kind of have questions about Devin Haney. Uh, you know, I mean, he's a skillful fighter. I'm not going to take anything away from him, but, you know, uh, I don't know. It made me question, him. does he have a chin? I mean, can he take a punch? I mean, he had, he did get rocked, um, I feel like, in one of uh, by one of the punches of Jojo Diaz, and he's been rocked before by Jorge Linares. But Devin Haney's got good tactical, good technical skills. He got good jab, good footwork, good defense. Yeah. But he could be a little bit boring fighter because he's, uh, I mean, he's from Vegas, and it seems like the fans were rooting for Jojo Diaz on this one. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know, how are you from Vegas representing Vegas, and then you get booed in your own, basically your hometown. I mean, it's like I don't know, man. It's just Devin Haney. He's a he's a good for for what it is, but. Uh, I don't see him beating uh, Tank Davis. I don't see him beating uh, uh, Teofimo Lopez. And I don't even think he beats uh, Ryan Garcia, to be honest. Wait, really? Yeah. You think so? Why, why Why? do you think that? I mean, Devin Haney's ranked number two by Manny on, on the division. Yeah. And uh, what makes you think that he's, what, what is he lacking? He's lacking uh, strength, excitement. Excitement. He's, uh, I feel like he has no pop to his punches, man. He just touches you up. Uh, I don't think he hurt Jojo Diaz, which Jojo Diaz started his his career, I I believe, at 126. So he's a small guy. Uh, So I think he lacks power. Uh, He might lack a chin. I want to see him in there with someone with with power. He was in there with Linares. Linares hurt him. Uh, But... I want to see him in there with with a young guy with power and uh, see how he does. 
I mean, going back to that power stuff that you've been talking about, Boxing Geo, a.k.a. George Bell Jr., who follows us on Instagram, we've been having a couple of discussions on the, on the DMs with him, and he's a fighter. He's been fighting for three years out of Philly, mm-hmm. so I give a shout-out to him. He, he looks up to Devin Haney, okay. and he says that, uh, you know, Devin Haney, he might not have that power punch, but power punches don't win fights. However, if a boxer does get punched in the face with a power punch that can change his tactical skills, his technical skills, and he might change his whole boxing style. Yeah, he'll be a little more reluctant to to come in, man. And you know, if you get hit with a good shot that dazes you, uh, you're gonna be a little more. Uh, you're gonna think twice before, uh, you know, sitting down on your punches and and uh, and uh, exchanging with someone. So I don't know. I just see uh, Devin Haney as uh, as. Uh, this fight to me showed a lot about Devin Haney, and uh, it showed that yeah he has skills, yeah he can jab, he can move, he's got good footwork, but uh, he's got no power. And uh, if he if he gets hit square in the chin, man, he he might go down. I mean, I think he, he's still young. He's only twenty three years old. Yeah. I think he just turned twenty three not too long ago, like two or three weeks ago. So the kid is still learning. Yeah, he says he's willing to go out there to Australia and fight Cambosos for all the belts. Do you think you could beat Cambosos out in Australia if it was to happen? The only way I see Devin Haney winning that fight is by doing what Teofimo Lopez should have done, which is box, uh, jab, get out the way. Because if he gets caught with a punch, like the same punch that Lopez got caught with, I think Haney Haney's done. You think so? Yeah, with a punch like that. Um, so, I mean, if you're asking me now... Uh, and if I have to make a decision now whether Devin Haney beats Combosos, I don't think he does. Uh, based off the last performances we saw. Well, according to you, Devin Haney doesn't beat anybody of the elite class, huh? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think he does, man. I think. Uh, um, I mean, le, le, what's Linares is probably his most credible win. Jojo Diaz, I mean, he got he beat Gamboa too. Yeah, Gamboa was on his way out <laughs> after. After everybody knocked, uh, after he got gumbo after everybody beat him, but uh, I don't know, man. Um, it, it's okay it, to me. It's just a hype train with with Devin Haney, man. He he's a uh, bro. He got booed in Vegas. How do, how the heck do you get booed in your own hometown? Well, I think what it is, and and uh, we talked about this, is that uh, you know, Devin Haney compared to other fighters like Tank Davis, Teofimo Lopez, maybe even Ryan Garcia. These fighters are known for their explosions, their knockouts, their excitement. Yeah. And people pay to see stuff like that. I think if this fight was to be on pay-per-view, you think he would have got a lot of sales or people would have just been like, I ain't paying for Jojo Diaz versus Devin Haney. No, nah, man. Honestly, man, the only reason why I watch this fight is because I already pay for that. Uh, if this was on any other platform and I had to pay 60 bucks or 50 bucks to watch this, I'm not buying it. Uh, I don't think. I don't know, man. I don't think he he's an exciting fighter. I don't think too many people are big on this Devin Haney train. There's a couple people that you know uh, that follow him and and like his style, but me personally, it's not my cup of tea. I don't care too much for him. You know, I don't want to take anything away from Devin Haney because I feel like the kid he he does he doesn't dodge anybody. I mean, he seems like uh, you know Jojo Diaz was supposed to fight Ryan Garcia. They fell yeah. off the table, so Devin Haney went on there and talked shit to him on. On Twitter, yeah, and then Jojo Diaz had no other option than to, to fight Devin Haney. Right. So you got to give him respect for actually wanting to fight people. Out of, uh, I feel like out of everybody else, he's the one that's going to end up going out there and just fighting people. You know, Devin but, Haney. 
Devin Heaney. Man, this guy started his career in, in TJ. He went, he turned pro, I believe, at 15, 16, and got a good amount of wins <clears> in Mexico. <throat> um, so I don't know, man. It's just, to me, it's just, uh, it's a hype, hype with Devin You think Heaney. so? Yeah. You sound like a hater, bro. <laughs> hey, man. It is what it is, dude. I mean, I just don't, I just don't think he wins any of the, the other Three dudes I mentioned. So Haney versus Camboso, that was to happen. You say n- no chance. Yeah, they're, he, based off the last performances, I think Camboso's uh, uh, wins. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. I mean, Camboso was there. He was one of the announcers, and he saw it. And I think I think that fight's going to happen, especially if it's in the zone or something like that. Yeah. So we'll see. Moving on from that, we want to talk about Tank Davis versus Cruz, Isa Cruz. What do you think about the weigh-in that happened? Man, what a weigh-in, dude. It was uh, exciting. Yeah. Uh, it was intense. Uh, face-off, uh, neither of them wanted to break their, their stare. And I think uh, I think uh, Cruz got the better of them, man, on that on that stare-down. Um, there was no fear in his eyes, you can tell. Uh, and, uh, you know, Javante Davis broke away first and even uh, got to him, man, and he, he, felt he, he felt he had to push him. I mean, he did push him. Uh, this is the first time Tank Davis... Uh, fight someone smaller than him. I think the yeah. last time was in 2018. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I mean, uh, they both look pretty uh, ready. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, we can't do the podcast uh, later on today because I have to work the following day. Yeah. But they do fight tonight, so we'll be talking about this next week on our episode. But, I mean, they both look solid, man. I mean, Yeah, they both look like, you know, they're they're ready to do their thing. Me personally, man, I'm rocking with, with Cruz, man. Yeah. Do you think Cruz I think, is the upset? I think Cruz goes in for the upset man i don't think that's gonna happen man no nah you know what cruz he's a little he's a little mike tyson mexican mike tyson yeah he's got the little arms and everything five four <laughs> but i think tank davis is gonna knock him out dude i mean i i've been seeing a couple interviews man on cruz and uh just the way he's been talking he seems very very confident very focused interviews don't win fights bro they they don't but if you get a sense of where their motivation comes from and the source of that motivation, I feel like it, it it definitely can put in perspective of what might happen, just like Combosos. What I mean, Cruz comes from pretty much nothing, right? He has yeah. nothing to lose. He's going up here and he's making himself known. Yeah. I mean, Tank Davis was supposed to fight uh, Rollies, but that's not happening. But um, what happens if Tank loses to Cruz? You talked about some past there'll be a bigger upset than teofimo lopez yeah yeah but um i don't see it dude i, I don't see tank davis losing to to isa cruz i mean if if cruz didn't work on his boxing this this camp um i don't think he'll win because uh, he's just gonna walk in he's a come forward fighter uh the fights i've i have seen of him he, he just comes in and there's no fear in him man he doesn't care to take a punch but he also doesn't care to hold back and if he gets hit with one he's going to deliver two or three and uh you know i mean just just like i said man if he didn't work on his boxing skills this can then yeah it's going to be a short night for him but i did see an interview and uh he said that if gervonta davis wants to dance we'll dance <laughs> if he wants to fight then we'll fight gervonta davis is going to dictate the, what's going to happen so um I don't know, man. I just think uh, he's uh, Cruz is focused. Uh, I like the fact that his motivation is his family, because you know I'm I'm huge on that, and I think that that's that's great to hear. And I don't know. I think uh, I think uh, Cruz for the upset, man. 
Uh, that's a that's a strong prediction. I, I, like I said, I disagree with you. I think Tank Davis ends up knocking him out in the ninth round, but um, I might be wrong. But um, I think it's time we talked about this in the past where Floyd Mayweather uh, lets Tank Davis spread his wings and fight fighters outside of Showtime boxing or TMT promotions. Yeah, you know it's. I want to see what Tank is about, and um, I want to see him fight the elite, elite fighters, man. So hopefully, um, you know, it's a great fight. I think it would be a great fight. Yeah. And um, if everything goes according to plan, Tank Davis should win this fight, and we'll see. I mean, we'll see I what mean, happens. I mean, you know, just hearing Mayweather talk on interviews and, uh, you know, somehow he's, I mean, he's, he's the only person that can make an interview and somebody else's fight about himself. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, just hearing about, you know, what he had to say, I don't think he's going to allow Tank to fight any of these guys on other, on other, uh, on other promotional companies uh, because he wants to keep everything in-house. Man. Well, he was talking, he was talking shit about Canelo, saying that everybody talks about Canelo moving up on a cruiserweight, but how come they don't say anything about Canelo avoiding Benavidez or Canelo, yeah. um, you know, taking steroids? He also did say that, He's not happy that Tank Davis wears Canelo gloves, so he's going to talk to him about that. Yeah, I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, it, it's to me, it's 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 dumb, dude. It it sounds definitely like a hater. He uh, it sounds almost like he doesn't even know what the hell he's talking about, man. Because how the hell are you going to say Canelo's on steroids when the the thing that was detected in his body was clenbuterol? which is a fat burner. Um, it doesn't help with your punches. It doesn't give you strength. It, it, so he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about, man. He, uh, I feel like people that say, oh, Canelo's on steroids, he took steroids. He's never been popped for steroids. And I'm not the most knowledgeable guy when it comes to this subject, but I don't think clenbuterol is a steroid. And if it is a steroid, then correct me in the comments, man, because uh, the amount of clenbuterol that was detected in his body was a small dosage uh, amounting to to steak dinner, which is what he said. That that's why he got it. So right, I think uh, Mayweather still thinks the boxing game revolves around him, which it doesn't. Well, he did say that he was still the face of boxing, and he's he's talking in, in support for all these other boxers. Man, that guy just needs to. If he's gonna retire, you know, stay retired. If he's gonna promote, then promote. But. Um, I don't know how you're the face of boxing and you've been retired and you've been fighting YouTubers. I think sometimes it's hard as a boxer because Mayweather was the face of boxing for so many years to pass yeah. out that, you know, that that crown to somebody else. Right now, Canelo is the uh, face of boxing and maybe yeah. that's rubbing him the wrong way, you know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe he wants to see one of his fighters represent the face of boxing. So he's going to be vocal about it and he keeps saying that Benavides is, uh, Canelo's avoiding Benavides, but... Personally, I feel like Benavides has other people he should be worrying about before Canelo, man, because right now Canelo can do whatever the hell he wants. He's man, a, I he's think Benavides, like I've like I've said before, and you know I've told you this, I think he he beats Canelo. <laughs> I, I don't want to get into this argument again because I feel yeah. like we're gonna go around in circles, <laughs> but uh, there's no way in hell, dude. But uh, one thing we do want to talk about: talk to me about the Alfimo Lopez. It came out yesterday; it was reported that he had health issues. Yeah. Um, during his fight against Gambosos, I guess he has asthma, and part of his chest there was a lot of air compressed in there. That yeah. if he would have got punched in a certain way or a certain area of his chest, he could have died. Right? What do you think? You think I mean, that's that, legit? That's what the sources were saying. I mean, I'm sure it's legit, but it's just not a good look, man. 
And the reason why it's not a good look for him to put that out into the world is because the amount of shit he was talking before the fight, him and his dad, man, they were saying some off-the-wall shit, some reckless shit. They were going to knock him out in one round. Uh, So had he not said that and this comes out, I have no issue with it. But him knowing that he has health issues and still saying he's going to knock him out in one round, um, that doesn't look very good, man. And it's just it just seems like he's still trying to justify his loss. Um, he's still not giving Combosos uh, uh, his uh, his credit, which he deserves his credit. And uh, it's just not a good look because he just sounds like he's just someone that hyped himself up so much and he wasn't ready for this loss and he doesn't know how to react. So you're saying he, he pretty much built himself as the villain and now uh, he wasn't expecting that loss. Yeah, I mean it's it's difficult being the villain, dude. Because Mayweather was the villain for so many years, where people just tune in to watch him lose. But the guy was so skillful that no one could beat him. Yeah. Unfortunately, Teofimo Lopez got his ass kicked, and I mean it kind of changed the game. So I mean it, it comes part with the package. I'm hoping he it's all a, a fluke and he actually gets better. And we want to see Teofimo Lopez back in the ring. Yeah, you know? I mean I, you know we've said it. He's gonna come back. He's gonna. He's going to continue to be a great fighter because he is a great fighter. Shoot, I even think if they uh, has a rematch with Combosos, Lopez, you know, wins that rematch. Okay. Uh, but you can't lose, say you won the fight, and then when people talk shit to you because you obviously didn't win the fight, you put this out there. Uh, it just leaves a bad taste in boxing in boxing fans' mouth, man. And it's kind of like this guy just wants to justify his loss. Um, I mean... He probably, I mean, I'm not saying he probably, uh, I mean, I'm sure for a fact this happened with him, this health issue, because, you know, there's medical resources to, to prove it, but it's just not a good look, man. He should just keep that, you know, behind the scenes and uh, not even try to justify the loss. Just take the take the loss, man. You want to talk like a G and not take a loss like a G? That, that That's not good in my book, man. <laughs> I mean, you going in there pretty hard on the female, bro. Take it, <laughs> take it a little take easy. Take it I mean, easy. Yeah, take it easy, bro. The guy could have probably died on you. You're like, hey, no, take a... <laughs> no, I mean, you know, no, like we said, look, we're men, bro. And in this sport, if you're going to talk the game, you got to back that shit up. Yeah. And if you're going to be making all these excuses, expect people like us to talk shit. Yeah. All you can do now is say, hey, no, I, I took the defeat. I had health problems, but my respects to Cambosos. Exactly. Let's move on from that. Let's run it back. If not... I got other opponents, and it is what it is. That's what that's what men do, and that's what it's all about. Yeah. So I, I just want to make it clear too, man. I, I mean, Lopez is going to come back. He's still a top guy. He's still skillful. He still has, you know, his. He has what it takes to be a top guy in the in the sport, but it's just not a good look, man. I that's all it, I wanted to say. It humbled him up for sure. I seen a couple of his posts on his social media saying that, uh, you know, that. Uh, like, kind of like motivational stuff So good for him I mean we want to see him back in the ring So hopefully he gets better from that I mean moving on from that We do want to talk about Lomachenko He fights next Saturday And we'll be covering Lomachenko's uh, fight next week in our podcast He's going to be fighting Richard Comey Which Richard Comey uh, lost to Teofimo Lopez By a second round knockout yeah. I don't think Lomachenko should have a problem with him I think he should finish him off as well uh, What are your predictions on, on that? Yeah I think it's going to be a You know it's going to be a one-sided fight. I would uh, let me not say one-sided because you know anything can happen in the sport. But I think Lomachenko has no problem beating him. Right. Uh, I think uh, it's going to be a a good fight. 
for what it is, but you know, Lomachenko should come out on top. And I mean, that should be the conclusion of the lightweight division, all the fights. So the rankings should be pretty interesting. Like I said, the rankings don't really mean anything, but to me, it kind of like I want to see where everybody's at. Yeah. So we're going to be able to see Tank tonight. Uh, Tank Davis's fight we're going to be covering in our not next podcast because I got out of work the following day. That way, I mean, we can stay that we can stay up that up late that night to do the podcast because I'll be tired as shit at work. Yeah. So we'll cover that. Another fight that was postponed was uh, Triple G versus the Japanese guy to the uh, the new virus that's going around the variant. So uh, hopefully Triple G is able to fight again because he's getting up there in ages too. I think yeah. he's thirty eight. He'll be thirty nine, I believe, next year. So. Triple G's time is coming to an end, and I still want to fight him. I want to see him fight Bubu Andrade. I want to see him fight Charlo, and I want to see him fight Munguia. So hopefully he can get back out there, and uh, we can see him out again, you know? Yeah, I mean, I was excited to see Triple G back in the ring. Uh, you know, it's unfortunate that it got postponed, but, you know, I mean, I think, I don't know, man. We just want to see him in the ring. I agree. I mean, uh, moving on from that, there's another fight that's happening next Saturday. And it's going to be out of out of Liverpool, England, and it's going to be Conor Ben versus Audrey Chris Audrey. Chris Audrey is thirty seven years old. He's uh, from the United States. He's won twenty five times and he lost three times. But those mm-hmm. three losses are pretty credible people, you know. Uh, he lost to Errol Spence, Amir Khan, and Manny Pacquiao. Mm-hmm. So you uh, saying that Conor Ben is going to be a, a prospect on the welterweight division, right? Yeah, yeah. He's up and comer. He's got he's got power. Uh, he can definitely. Uh, you know, knock people out, which is what I like to see and what um, is the style that I like. So uh, keep a lookout on for him. He, he's fighting next week and it uh, should be interesting. Uh, Chris Algieri brings a lot of experience to the table. So if uh, Connor Ben can, can beat uh, Chris Algieri, it's definitely a credible win. Yeah, and Connor Ben is 25 years old and he's 19-0. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and he's a guy that... You guys might want to pay attention to him because he'll, he'll probably be making his way to the United States soon to fight Virgil Ortiz, Boot Ennis, and possibly uh, Errol Spence and, um, and uh, Terrence Crawford. So keep an eye on for Conor Ben, and you guys might want to watch that fight next it's next week on, on The Zone. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about, brother? Because, I mean, it seems like we went pretty fast on our, on our things. But, I mean, once again, we appreciate all the followers. Yeah, yeah. I want to, you know, thank all the followers that are, that up to this point have been following us and uh, messaging us and uh, giving us feedback. Um, it's always good to hear from you guys. And, uh, you know, like we say every week, if if you uh, uh, didn't like anything we said on the podcast or you disagree with, with something we say, uh, shoot us a message and, you know, let's have a conversation because we're always open to conversations and we're always open to, to see the other side of uh, of uh of our point right, right? i agree with that and, and i like i said i like having discussions with people in the dms or in our comments and um I, I know people reached out to us and saying that they don't have spotify so they can't really listen to us so we're gonna start uploading on youtube soon yeah just so people can have a better view of how we, uh, who we are how we look like and you guys we want to engage with you guys in the comments and um we might start adding to different our podcast to our different apps right yeah yeah we'll, we'll <clears throat> definitely looking into uh uploading our uh podcasts on on other uh other uh sites and uh you know once we do that we'll let you guys know and uh uh go from there yeah man and like i said we want to have a couple of our followers on here on the podcast uh, i want to have brody on it 
and a couple of people that follow us who've been having discussions with, and yeah. I just want to have a different perspective. But like I said, we've been trying to work on our, uh, on our technology and just make it easier where if we do have you call in and all that stuff, it doesn't sound... It doesn't sound bad, and when you guys, we want you guys to sound good, especially if somebody's gonna be driving and listening to you guys. Yeah. We want you guys to be the audio to be pretty clear. So just work with us, be patient, and we'll have you guys on the show soon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, man. Well said. Uh, well, I guess that concludes our show for today, man. And uh, tune in for next week where we will be covering Loma and the Tank Davis fight. And uh, we'll leave you guys with an applause again. Yes, sir. And now the outro. Have a good day.